Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll be celebrating the life and music of our old friend Ramona Jones, one of the finest fiddlers ever to grace our stage. Coincidentally, her son Mark, who's our keeper of the vault, has unearthed a vintage recording of Ozark fiddler Onus Morrison. And we'll continue Charlie Sandage's series on folklorist Bill McNeil. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Born Ramona Riggins in Indiana, our featured guest this week was a musician from a young age. She learned the fiddle from her father, then taught herself several other stringed instruments, competing in and winning several amateur contests during high school. She met the man who would become her husband and musical partner, Louis Grandpa Jones, in 1942, while both were working at Cincinnati radio station WLW. Ramona and Grandpa played on our stage many times. Let's listen to some of Ramona's fine fiddling. You all know this gal here. She plays the old-time fiddle. Her name is Ramona, and let's make her work. What do you say, huh? Somebody asked me if I do an old uh, one I haven't done in a long time called Listen to the Mockingbird, so I'll oh. try it. Grandma, you take off. Where Come. am I going to stand? Uh, right as huh? close to me as you can get. Okay. Let her go. Is that the right thing to say? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ramona, I'd like to start with you and uh, ask you, maybe you could tell us, how long have you been playing music? Do you, do you, do you know what I, year I, you started? You'd have to figure it out. I don't know. I started about 19, well, I started making a little bit of money uh, in 19, 1941, 
That's a good while ago. That is a good while ago. That deserves a round of applause. Ramona lets us sing one that she uh, taught us. Uh, uh, you, you, uh, <clears throat> uh, let's sing one. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what. <laughs> How's that? Good. Huh? <laughs> Here we go. Tell me what has happened to you, darling. Cause it's got me worried through and through. Might as well confess, things have changed, I guess. You don't love me like you used to do. You don't lay your head upon my shoulder. You don't cry to cheer me when I'm blue. You don't hold me tight when you say goodnight. You don't love me like you used to do. for us a little bit uh, about what it was like back then being in the music business. I mean, what, what, what was a typical entertainer doing what you did? What was their career like? In well, we would go to a radio station, any, any one that was hopefully listened to a lot, and, um, and, and, and perform every, uh, every day, maybe, or something like that, until people got so they would know, know who we were. And then, then we would start booking dates from that, uh, just from that knowledge, just that they heard us on radio. Thank you so much. Everywhere we go, when Ramona gets the fiddle out, a lot of them, a lot of the folks want to hear the old Orange Blossom special. We're gonna get her to to play that for you right now. <laughs> Orange Blossom, okay. Thank you. 
something special Bringing my baby encourage her too much, I'll have to raise her salary. What was the first station you performed on? Do you remember? Yes, it was WRVA, Richmond, Virginia. That's where I started when I was 18. That was a pretty big station at the time, wasn't <laughs> it? It was. It's a lot of listeners? It was a big station. And uh, they were starting a barn dance there. And, uh, her name was Sue Workman, Sue and John Workman. Sunshine Sue, she was called. And, uh, and I started working for her, and we, in, in a few weeks, then we started playing dates out of Richmond, and we really had good crowds back then. Just uh, un unbelievable crowds, you know, from, from hearing us on radio. That's how you got popular. This is called Foggy Mountaintop. <laughs> If ever you see that gal of mine, 
There's something you must tell her. She need not to weep her life away. According to some other feller. If I was on some foggy mountaintop, I'd sail away to the west. I'd sail all around this whole wide world to the one I love the best. One more time. If I was on some foggy mountaintop, I'd sail away to the west. I'd sail all around this whole wide world to the one I love the best. Do you remember when you first played the Grand Ole Opry, Ramona? Yes, I do. Uh, Bradley Kincaid, I had come here knowing, in fact, Bradley asked me if I wanted to move here. I was in New Hampshire then, and uh, <clears throat> he used to sing old folk songs. And uh, in fact, I, I sometimes I sang a harmony with his theme song, and it was in the hills of old Kentucky. But that's some of the first times I was ever on the Opry was with Bradley. Thank you. We kind of transplanted down here from from Tennessee and Texas, but we're glad to be in Arkansas today, aren't we? <laughs> Let's start off with a little bit of Wake Up Susan, girls. Jones, what were the circumstances surrounding that? I believe it was about 1940, 45. Uh, I went to WLW, Cincinnati, and Grandpa was working there at the time. And then Grandpa and I worked together some. We rode buses together from WLW. And uh, then Grandpa went in the Army, and he was gone in the Army for about four years, I believe. So... That's how we started. Ramona's going to play you a tune, and I don't know whether I know it or not, but I'm going to try to get in on it some way. On the old, <laughs> the worst way, the worst way, yeah. Okay. <laughs> on the fiddle. Go ahead, Ramona. <laughs>
And you all have probably played in foreign countries before, haven't you? Has everybody oh, yes. been around we've, the world? We've I'm... played all over Germany, and we played all over Japan. In Japan, they really loved country music. And they, they would ask for songs that, that went so far back, we didn't even know them. Uh, they asked for one, if I can tell you her, her name. Molly O'Day. Molly O'Day. They, they would say, we want to hear Marty Odie. And we, we saw, <laughs> and we couldn't figure out what they were talking about. It took me a week to figure out they were talking about Molly O'Day. And that goes way back. You know, she did a lot of old-time songs. And they loved it. They loved it. You've been listening to some great fiddle tunes played by the late Ramona Jones. We heard Listen to the Mockingbird, followed by You Don't Love Me Like You Used to Do, The Orange Blossom Special, Foggy Mountaintop, Wake Up Susan, Cricket on the Hearth, and The Arkansas Traveler. We'll be hearing more of Ramona Jones fiddling on our show, but after the break, I'll be going down to the vault to visit with Ramona's son, Mark. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Well, I think it's time for me to head down to the vault and visit Mark Jones, uh, the keeper of the vault here. He spends a lot of time down there. I kind of worry about him a little bit, but uh, let's go down and see what he's up to this week. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. Well, here you are in your usual position down here. Right back underground. Shuffling around these old recordings. Man, what a collection you've got, too. I do, and I love it. You know, there's some good banjo playing, you hear good guitar playing, and you hear good fiddle music. I was thinking the other day about one of the old-timers who played here when I came on board in about, I think, 1977, and that's Onus Morrison. Do you remember Onus? I do. Have you got any of his stuff uh, out here anywhere? Well, Dave, I think there's some up here on this top shelf. Let me get a stool, and I'll get up there and look around for you. Okay, careful. Okay. Yeah. 
here it is right here. It's Onus Morrison. And uh, let's see, what is the song he's playing? Dry and Dusty. Dry and Dusty. You know, Onus was a Morrison, and the Morrisons are pretty famous around these parts. They're fiddlers. They've always been fiddlers. They're, in fact, one of my students is the great-great-grandson of Uncle Fate Morrison, who was my neighbor, and I'm teaching him to play the fiddle right now. So the Morrisons are still playing the fiddle to this day. But back in 1934, I believe it was, the fiddling Morrison twins, Abby and Absie Morrison from Leslie, went over to Memphis and recorded this very tune, Dry and Dusty. Oh. So how serendipitous that you'd find that for us. Well, let's see how Onus does it. Okay. Boy, you know, I've heard the original recording of uh, Dry and Dusty by the Morrison twins, and I'm telling you, Onus plays it just spot on, just like they did. He probably learned it from them, I expect. He probably did. You know, it's uh, it's amazing to me how the music travels on in uh, generations, and but yet it still stays the same. That's right, and the Morrisons are a classic example of that. The word is that the first Morrison who came from Scotland Scotland was smuggled out in a barrel because he was their law was looking for him and they stuffed him and his fiddle in a barrel and smuggled him out of Scotland and to the United States. This is the story that I heard from Uncle Fate Morrison. Yeah, yeah. I had heard a little bit of that story too. I think it's just great we have recordings of all these folks that came here and spent a lot of time helping promote the music that they love. Absolutely, and it's really remarkable you have such clear recordings considering they were recorded on an old reel-to-reel back in the 70s, and they, they sound pretty good today, don't they? They sure do. Well, Mark, thank you so much. It was great to hear Onus Morrison again. Thank you, Dave. Let's get back to some good old fiddle tunes played by this week's featured guest, Ramona Jones. Ramona and Grandpa both became members of the Grand Ole Opry in 1946, and she performed all over the world with Jones, including shows for service members on the front lines during the Korean War. They later toured U.S. military bases in Italy, Austria, and Germany. Here's another set of tunes played by Ramona Jones, starting with Kentucky. Kentucky place outside of heaven to me Kentucky I miss your laurel 
in Korea during the war uh, for five weeks and uh, entertained soldiers over there. And it's pretty rough, pretty rough going. It was Grandpa and another girl uh, and myself, just three people. And so uh, we have, I have letters that the commanders wrote to us and they would ask us, did we want to, uh, uh, did we want to, eat with, in, the, in the tent with all the officers, you know. And we always said, no, we came over here to entertain the troops, and we can go in, get in line and eat like the troops did. So it was quite an experience for five weeks. Call Come and Dine. I hope I don't forget the words to it. It's an old, old song. We learned it from the, the pages. are so yellow, you can hardly read the words. Jesus has the table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites his chosen people come and dine. With his manna he doth feed and supplies our every need. Oh, it is sweet to sup with Jesus all the time. Come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine to 
entertainers today travel around on these really nice uh, plush air-conditioned buses and things like that. I'm sure you had one of those back then, didn't you? <laughs> no, you know we didn't. Um, <laughs> um, Grandpa said that uh, the business became not as much fun when everybody got buses, uh, got their own buses and traveled, and when they get through a performance on the stage, they'd run to their bus. He said it was more fun when everybody stayed uh, stayed near the stage and they visited with each other and with each other and they we'd always plan a, a meal together. Where are you gonna eat at tonight? You know, we'd all eat together. He said that was the business was not as much fun when everybody got buses, that's what he said. <laughs> Ramona, people will see your fiddle tonight, and I know folks are going to be intrigued by that, but that, that fiddle has quite a story. Well, it really does. I was so proud of it because John Hartford, you folks know who John Hartford was. He's passed away now, but uh, one night at the opera, he said to me, would you like to have a fiddle made for you like Vassar Clement has and Roy Acuff has, and John had one. And I said, well, of course I'd like to have a fiddle like that, but I don't deserve it. He said, well, we'll see about that. We'll just we'll see if we can get you one. And about three months later, John called one afternoon and said, your fiddle is here. And, uh, and he said, if you have a couple hours, I'll come over and we'll play it. And he came over and stood up on the floor 
and played that fiddle for me. <laughs> and I have the gentleman's two two names in my fiddle case, and I can't ever call, recall their names. I sh it's a shame I should, but uh, but John Hartford is the reason I have that fiddle, and it, it is a, a beautiful one and has my, my likeness on the uh, on the headstock, yeah, mm -hmm. on the, where, the, where the scroll would be. Crying holy unto the Lord. Crying holy unto the Lord. Crying holy unto the Lord. Oh, if I could, I surely would stand on that rock where Moses stood. Sinners run and hide your face. find Mountain View? I think you all came first uh, to play for Jimmy. Or Jimmy Driftwood invited us down because he said there's a lot of folk music, old-time music here. And Grandpa, frankly, was a little bit disenchanted with the Opry at that time. Of course, he got over it and everything went all right, but uh, uh, Jimmy Driftwood asked us to come down here and, and play folk music. He said, he said we're going to teach it here. And so that's why we're here. And Jimmy began talking about plans for this Ozark Folk Center, and and we all were here the opening night of opening night, Ozark yeah. Folk Center, 1973, we played music. So uh, we're proud of this place. It's called Snowshoes.
old friend, the late Ramona Jones, playing Kentucky, Come and Dine, Bill Cheatham, Crying Holy Unto the Lord, and Snowshoes. There's more of Ramona's great fiddling to come. After a short break, guest host Charlie Sandage will present a portrait of Ramona Jones through the lens of archivist Bill McNeil. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome Ramona Jones and Alicia Wall. recorded on July 14, 1990 at the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. It was Ramona Jones, best known as the wife of Grand Ole Opry legend Grandpa Jones, but a superb old-time fiddler and accomplished entertainer in her own right, doing what she loved to do, playing an old-time tune with her family, daughter Elisa and son Mark in this case, and music friends around her. Young Ramona Riggins was well-established as a professional musician before she met Lewis, Grandpa Jones. But like Grandpa, her musical identity was always rooted in the traditional, and she was drawn again and again to the Mountain View music community. Well, I just can't tell you how good it is to be back down here in Mountain View, Arkansas. It's been about six months since I've been able to be here, and it, it really is a special time to me to, to even be here and be able to, to enjoy the Folk Center again. And so we're just happy, and I'm happy to have Elisa here playing, and also the two fellows playing guitar. That was nice to have them. Don't you guys leave because we're going to need you some more. And we know we like to keep the traditional things going, and so we're going to uh, show you what they did with fiddles a long time ago when they didn't have all the nice instruments that we have today. You know, the, my dad told me they had square dances in their own home and, and they didn't have a lot of nice instruments and they just played rhythm, beat rhythm on the fiddles. And so we're going to show you how it sounds. They called it straw in the fiddle because uh, they broke the big straws out of the broom, broom straws, and, and played rhythm on the fiddle with the broom straws. Also, they did it with knitting needles. Lisa has a set of, of knitting needles tonight. And... Uh, 
We're going to play a tune that a gentleman right here in Mountain View, Arkansas taught me, Mr. Onus Morrison, and it's called Devilish Mary. In her autobiography entitled Make Music While You Can, Ramona related getting a call at her high school where she was a senior in algebra class at the moment from Sunshine Sue Workman, an entertainer Ramona had met when she won a fiddle contest Workman sponsored in Ramona's southern Indiana hometown. Within weeks, on her 18th birthday, in January of 1942, Ramona was on a bus to Richmond, Virginia, to join a group of radio and live concert performers called Sunshine Sioux and the Rock Creek Rangers. From then on, her profession was playing the fiddle in mandolin and singing. So we're going to do an old tune that we learned from Uncle Dave Macon, off of a record of Uncle Dave Macon. And this is kind of one we call a shout tune because we kind of take a verse and shout out the chorus and all that. So it's called Sail Away, Ladies. With Sunshine Sue and later with Grandpa, Ramona would go from radio and shows in high school auditoriums to the Grand Ole Opry, Hee Haw, and thousands of live performances. In 1999, she sat down for an interview with Dr. Bill McNeil at the Ozark Folk Center. At one point, Bill passed the mic to David Holt, himself a luminary in the traditional music world and something of a Jones family history aficionado. Go ahead. I've got a question for Ramona, if you don't mind asking, uh, answering it, Ramona. I'm wondering, uh, you were one of the early women in, in modern country music, I mean, in old-time music, and you're playing a fiddle, and uh, that's pretty unusual. And you're such a wonderful lady. I do, how was it, what was it like then to be a, a young woman trying to make a living in, in old-time music? I, uh, <laughs> oh, my mother and dad didn't, didn't want me to go. And, of course, I understand now a little better than I understood then. But on my 18th birthday... I left and went to work with Sunshine Sue in Richmond, Virginia. And it was different then. It was radio. And so we started doing early morning radio shows. And she had a show at noontime. And I was still trying to finish school. So um, it was really rough. But it was lots of fun. I mean, we just had a ball doing radio shows. You know, so much went on in the background that can't happen on, on TV. I, I take it you kind of preferred playing on radio than on television. Is that true? Well, yeah, because a lot of fun things went on on radio. Mm -hmm. You could talk to each other, and they did everything to tease each other, you mm -hmm. know, rolled up their the boys' pants legs and while they were singing, and just a lot of things went on that nobody knew, you know. <laughs> uh, one time, I was singing a song, and I had the music up in front of me, and one of the guys came up and set the music on fire, you know. So you just, <laughs> so you just keep singing, you know. To Grandpa, Ramona Jones was ever-supportive wife and musical partner to her children, she was mom, and all that means, plus musical mentor. To audiences, 
from frontline troops in Korea to the Ozark Folk Center, she was that lovely and gracious lady with a fiddle. In addition to being a professional fiddler, Ramona Jones was also the matriarch of a very musical family. All of her children became fine musicians. She would go on to record numerous duets with her husband, as well as a handful of solo singles for Monument Records and albums that spotlighted her fiddle work. From its 1969 debut and for the next 25 years, the couple appeared on TV's Hee Haw. Ramona passed away in 2015, but we honor her memory every year in September here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park with our tribute to Grandpa Jones. We'll close out this week's show with five more tunes from Ramona Jones. Probably everyone here is familiar with Jimmy Driftwood. Am I correct in that? Um, Jimmy actually was, uh, he actually was on the Grand Ole Opry for a while. Is that where uh, you all met him, or did you know him before then? Or? No, we knew him before that. We used to play shows everywhere in Arkansas and every other state, and uh, uh, Jimmy came to a show one time and brought uh, uh, his wife, Cleta, and, um, and then they asked us, we were in a camper, and he said, well, could you come and have breakfast with us in the morning? So, you know, we liked that, so we stayed in a camper out here, and, and Clay to cook biscuits and sopped them in grease, you know, and just, they were so good, I always remember. That's, that's when I first met Jim. That'll get you going right there. That's, yeah. I don't love nobody, nobody loves me. You'd set to my money, don't care for me. the disciplinarian was it was it your mom or your dad was there a wait till your father gets home so so miss ramona was the tough one yeah yeah, yeah I, don't, I didn't know that. she was the one that was, <laughs> she was the one that was always there more than dad was there so had to be her i guess like the mountain laurel in the grove dear my love is evergreen like the mountain laurel finds the grove 
So you, you stayed home with the kids, Miss Ramona, after, after they were coming up? Quite a bit. And then when they got old enough to travel with us, I took them a lot on the summertime, you know, when they were playing fairs and all that. I took them along with, with us. With that's, how, that's how I started coming here. Mom would come here. Uh, Dad would travel, do fairs all summer. And we just got interested in the Ozark Folk Center through Jimmy Driftwood and Tommy Simmons and started coming here in the summers, Mom and I would and, and Mark part of the time, and that's how we really got interested in Mountain View. Mm. When, did, when did you all open your dinner theater? 81, 1981. And it, and it stayed active for how many years? Do you Ten remember? Ten years. Ten years? Uh -huh. Ten good years. You made a lot of friends here. I'm, I'm sure. Yes. Some of some of whom are probably sitting in our audience here today. Oh, for, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Goes something like this. Been down to the river, been down to the sea, searching for the only one for me. Memorable performance. Well, 
I'll, I'll tell you the most rewarding performances was when we went to Korea for five weeks. I don't, we had a lot of stories I could tell you about Korea, but I don't have time to get into that, but uh, uh, that would be the most rewarding thing we did. We just have a little sing-along. Come on, all you ladies that like to sing gospels. And men, too. What am I leading here? I <laughs> don't want to leave the men folks out. And you all sing with us on the chorus, too, if you will. We're going to sing, I'll Fly Away. Some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. More good singing and fiddling from Ramona Jones. We heard Over the Waterfall, I Don't Love Nobody, Mountain Laurel, Feeling Blue, and one of her favorites, I'll Fly Away. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. You'll find out more about us and listen to past shows at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com or leave us a message at our Facebook page. For Ozark Highlands Radio, this is Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.